0: Hey, hey, what's up, Maniac Show Stuff Podcast, what up, we're doing a little write-up, audio write-up of uh, Mr. Robot, uh, because I just finished, uh, a few weeks ago, the uh, final season of Mr. Robot, officially, and I know it's been out for like (laughs) almost a year, but uh, it ended up on Amazon uh, recently, and I was like, let's do it. So, going to read out some thoughts here. So, all I'm right. going to read out thoughts from, actually, from my uh, blog and kind of expand on that shit and what is going on. So, <clears throat> just off the bat, I am super into Mr. Robot because I think it's one of the greatest shows that's ever existed. And I don't think it's perfect, and I don't think anything is perfect, obviously, and nothing it ever is. But to me, uh, my personal... You know, in, in a, on a personal note, on a personal level, I really, really love uh, Mr. Robot and, you know, what it has to offer as far as story and visuals and just everything. It's just... It's unbelievable. There's so much to actually enjoy, and it's really something that is so familiar, yet you may have never seen anything like it. It's really something. And this is just my little... uh my little piece my little say to kind of get you to kind of enjoy it uh... yourself and kind of get into it and you know maybe possibly you turn it on you go on your amazon account and you're like let's check this out you know and it just just take the dive it's it's worth it Uh, let me uh... kind of get a little more formal about it alright right off the bat I'll just open up right now and say, I consider Mr. Robot to be THE definitive step forward for television. Is this show absolutely perfect? Well, as I said, absolutely not. But I'm pretty sure it just about clears the bar for what may be the ultimate in televised drama. We're in an age where anything worth its salt ends up being wrung dry of every last morsel of quality inherent within its possibly limited concept. Disney is the ultimate example of how to take any creative media and squeeze the life out of it until it's basically a shell of its former self, deriving joy from the simplified aesthetics that remind us of a time of far more genuine creativity and connection. This is all too apparent with the many universes out there that are being just laid out with endless, endless amounts of content, which is like a double-edged sword. Enter Mr. Robot, a super familiar yet vastly different and original take on hacker tropes of which, by the curtain call of Season 4, we're so far into a different direction, it begs for a rewatch. Yes, when you get to Season 4, you're like, oh man, I gotta watch again. And the amount of references to classic films throughout the entirety of the show is beyond anything that would be considered unintentional. From the get-go, it's easy to just pass this off as a modern Fight Club rip-off. Yet how anyone can see the in- how anyone couldn't see the intentional reference, given how it utilizes a piano rendition of "Where Is My Mind" by the Pixies during a moment that reflects I- identical consequences, yet with far more restraint, is beyond me. What's truly potent about this series is how it never really is the same from season to season which ends up being a crucial factor in an equation of everything we've come to enjoy about films of commendable merit. It's easy to fall into the comfort of a show steeped in formulaic monotony simply for the vicarious sensation of certainty. Even with some of the finest shows in history, it's pretty clear how television has found a way of gathering eyes to watch a whole lot of nothing for 30 to 60 minutes of empty entertainment. And Mr. Robot shatters this illusion with its own illusion of control. Placing characters into compromising situations, revealing how unaware of the bigger picture we all potentially are. And I'm telling you this is a huge theme. These themes are very consistent. Honestly, any theme that it really it picks up is a very consistent theme. It it just it's very consistent writing. See, from a personal standpoint, Mr. Robot was a show that was difficult for my girlfriend and I to actually see through. So many of the deaths in this show surround the lack of control, and the doomed characters have given how they might be fearful already and have some kind of hope that they have control over whether they live or die. Sam Esmal is quick to remind us how, in this alternate history, a much larger force is deciding our fate discarding us when it's time, or even worse, our death serves a purpose beyond our understanding. In a sense that we are worth more dead than alive, it's, it gets bleak. Um, it's, a subtle, it's a subtly gruesome aspect of a show, uh, with plenty of black comedy, slick rubber band, our expectations, and perfectly set up some of the bleakest moments of television history. I'm not even kidding. Some of the bleakest stuff around. I don't even know if that sentence honestly made sense. I must have this. Okay. There we go. Bleak aspects aside, the true secret sauce of the show is preparation. The ending of the show has always been the ending from the very beginning we were always careening towards a finality, and its clues have been scattered throughout every single season. Um, and this is very true. I believe it wholeheartedly. These penultimate moments take on new life when we arrive to this conclusion. And it's a huge part of how this show contains so much brilliance in a mere four seasons. Now having a finale already decided might not be anything new given how it ended up being a super flawed aspect of How I Met Your Mother. And, yeah, that's, if you remember, that show uh, went on for about, I'd say, nine seasons. It was, I think it was, I think it was nine seasons. I think they were planning on ten. I don't know. Way too many seasons for a show that was supposed to pretty much just be about one single small concept. And, yeah, not good. And the people behind How I Met Your Mother filmed the ending from the start. is also a big problem. Instead of having a logical way, and instead of having a logical way to direct the story and clever ways to play with certain events, decided to devolve into an overlong generic sitcom with any substance it initially suggested. Now, even top tier shows have their bad seasons with The Sopranos and The Wire being big examples of this issue. Two HBO shows that are absolutely excellent in their own ways uh, and have their own sort of unique style that you know kind of gives them the idea you know like it, it gives them their own identity it's really interesting if you watch both of them and go hmm can't really compare the two um and yeah so the you know these these shows have you know their less than stellar seasons and, and it isn't a way to suggest that Mr. Robot excels beyond either of these shows due to those inconsistencies, since, honestly, it's difficult to compare all three of these in general. They're all such different shows. Uh, you know, it's, it's basically like, you know, when you look at The Sopranos, there's a, like, th- it, it almost feels primarily like a black comedy. It really does. There's a lot of comedic elements throughout that show, and it was a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be. Uh, and that's honestly part of its genius is because it honestly is portraying things very grounded, but yet you have this sort of intense, um, cynicism towards everything. It just, it's, I don't know, if you haven't seen The Sopranos, you know, for whatever reason, since I know it's getting up there in age and new generations are discovering new, uh, old things and as new and whatever else, I'd suggest watching it. Very, very, very important. Um... You know, and The Wire is, like, polar opposite because it's so dry, very little humor. Um, There is humor in it, but it's not, like, the primary aspect of that show. That show is very dark, very uh, grounded. Um, They try to make things as very realistic as possible. I mean, this, you know, like, it's it's a very, very intense uh, television uh, and both these shows had their, like, rough seasons, you know? They were, like, you know, there's some some seasons it was, like, okay, it's not that good. Uh, but, you know, still, it's, like, despite that, they were still, like, some top-tier television. And Mr. Robot definitely has uh, its it's uh, lower seasons here and there, you know? It's, you know, it's only four seasons, so it has, like, less room to, to fuck up. But, uh, to me, I think that's what really gave it its you know, its power, is that it didn't go too far, you know, it didn't try to stretch anything out beyond all belief, and honestly, um, in a lot of ways, I think it could have uh, benefited from a fifth season, but, uh, you know, that's talk of another time. Okay, so, yeah, it's difficult to compare them all, I mean, but, you know, it's like doing this, it's like, it's impo- it helps to kind of keep these shows from overstaying their welcome and i mean we have our law and order type shows that end up in endless seasons hitting the double digits under the radar uh the current svu iteration is rolling up to its 22nd season and uh, as i said double-edged and another double-edged sword where we have like the positivity of you know we got cast and crew with stable jobs Uh, But they're also, at the same time, they're filling a time slot that could easily go to a fresh new creative in the hopes of jumpstarting a fruitful career for themselves and many others. I mean, this is something that I think is important in this kind of industry and, you know, in the creative industry in general. And uh, what we've got here is just a show that could have gone on until it was dried up, dead, and lifeless, hopelessly overdone. Uh, But it's... it just decided from the start that it's a finite narrative we were shown a fresh new story full of interesting characters progressing naturally into each new season uh, that's reacting to the events of the last it's a story you never truly understand until it's finally over and from that point on you understand how nothing has been wasted along the way and i'm telling you this is a story that you just evolves with its characters it evolves with the events You know, nothing gets, you know, reset. And if there's ever, like, a reset, there's a reason. Like, there's always some kind of reason behind certain things. There's always a logical explanation for everything. There's always something that goes into play. You know, there's always something that was kind of happening from the beginning. You know, that was planned from the beginning. And then it's, you know, acted upon, you know, in the next from there. You know, it's just so good. Um... Now, negativity. A little bit of the realism. What's the drawback of a show that I've been claiming is near perfection? Well, there's plenty to look at in a negative light. For example, season two is a significantly slower season with a blunt and obvious twist, uh, primarily the middle twist, that doesn't necessarily add anything to the story overall. And I know you're thinking, like, no spoilers, but you might guess this twist. And on rewatches, season two is a vastly superior season in a lot of ways. And I'm telling, like, on a rewatch, like, yeah. And I've seen this show multiple times, and rewatching it and getting through season two is like, this is glorious. It's a pleasure. Uh, And it is, uh, it helps you understand what Elliot is capable of within his mind. And this was a line that separated fans from Fairweather viewers. Uh, If you ever check out how... Uh, These seasons uh, sort of played out, you know, season one had major high ratings, uh, as far as viewers was concerned, and it just dwindled over time, and this happens a lot with different shows, uh, but season two was really this line that was crossed, it was like, okay, so who's really here to stay? And a lot of people weren't there to stay after season two, and they missed out on two perfect, amazing seasons. Um... Or as perfect as perfect can get. There really is some of the best episodes in three and four that just just blow my mind, and I'm so. It's like if you if you stick with it, it's incredible, and I think it's almost Mister Robot almost works better in a binge uh, scenario, weirdly enough, and uh, yeah. So it, it's it's really it's really jarring to see. That this is a, not a show that sticks with the formula. You know, it's not about, you know, how like they're. It's not like that they don't have any reaction to what they've done. It's not that they don't have regret for what they've done in the show. You know, I'm trying not to spoil them that much, but, you know, it's. This is the thing is like, you know, something will happen that, you know, in the. In like one season, and then the next. Like if it's a big event, if it's something huge that happened, in the next season, they are affected by it they are absolutely 100% affected by it and even episode to episode like this is the big thing is that this is a show that focuses so highly on its characters that it it gives you chills it just gives you chills with how effectively it it mirrors reality in a way of like you know like okay so they've you know they feel guilt they feel remorse they feel you know, discomfort they feel just discarded, they, uh, just the the pain inherent within these characters from beginning to end is just incredible, and you realize, honestly, how beautiful this show is, and I know I'm just, like, going crazy and fanboying it, but, uh, yeah, and it's like, it's not a show that's been so, like, this is the thing, is, like, a lot of people are like, oh, it's like, you know, I think a lot of people thought this show was claiming to be smarter, but... A lot of people did outsmart this show with its twists, you know. So, I mean, it's like you can watch it and you, you're, you're going to figure out a lot of the twists probably early on if you really look at it. You're be like, okay. But that's not necessarily what the show is trying to do. It's not trying to outsmart you. It's trying to tell a story and help you get a better understanding. And, you know, honestly, I think they wanted to keep things a twist because it makes it a little more interesting, you know. It does kind of make the show better for uh, rewatches, uh, especially if you, like, realize, like, oh, yeah. Now, we can't ignore how the show will divert its storytelling towards events we may or may not care about. This is another negative. Um we are often we're, we are often forced to watch characters and their side adventures that might possibly be seen as unimportant or unnecessary like extended universe type material for true fans. I think this is where the show both shines and dulls as a result since it's primarily trying for mass appeal yet consistently commits to satisfying devotees. Uh, Being a fan is something I truly appreciate since each episode, or each piece of every episode of every season, helps to build towards one of the most beautiful conclusions I've ever experienced. And I can't really stress this enough. The finale of Mr. Robot is a genuinely captivating experience that still leaves me in awe of what I just witnessed. So I know you're you're probably like, wanted like a more, if you're looking for a more biased opinion, you came to the wrong place. Uh, I love it. It's uh, really good. Um,. Uh, but yeah, like, there's, there's a point, there are points in certain seasons where this, the story just goes off with other characters, and it's, um, it's, it's, it's okay. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish that, uh, it was, um, more relatable, in a way, to mainstream, just so it would have that, but... At the same time, I'm glad that it's not relatable entirely to the mainstream. I'm glad that there's plenty of confusion. I'm glad that there's you know characters that are you know focused on that we you know wanna know what the hell's going on. you know, for example, is the character Tyrell Wellick, and we find out some things about him uh that are outside of like the main character's you know perspective outside of so much. Uh, and we figure out all this stuff, and the, you know, it takes like a it takes a a journey that kind of diverts from the actual story. It halts progression of the story to do this, and it's like, you know, initially it's like you might think like, oh, what the hell? I don't care. But to me, I was okay with it. You know, it like this feels like you're, you know, reading like a graphic novel, and it's like just displaying all these stories to you, like everything to you. It's you know, just digging into the story real deep you know, and helping you understand more about the world and everything else. So, to me, yeah, it's really good. There's kind of a dichotomy I have on the feeling of it. You know, it's like, okay, you know, would I like this to be more uh, relatable for mainstream? Maybe, in a sense, so that it would get its justice. But at the same time, I'm very happy, you know, when I really think about it. Like, I'm happy that this, you know, this show doesn't uh, doesn't go into this sort of territory of mainstream appeal and you know it kind of keeps going on with its own story and creates something that is so much bigger than you know itself it's you know it's it's something that's far beyond the grasp of somebody who's a fairweather fan and i can appreciate that i can appreciate that they stuck with it for all those seasons and i think that creates true art I think that creates something beautiful and unique, and yeah, and I'm sure there's people who will wa- who will rewatch it, who will watch it for the first time, and will have far better uh, views on this show and what what's going on. You know, like if you watch it yourself, you'll probably have a better view of it than I will, and you'll say, well, well I, you know, I didn't appreciate this, and I don't like this, but I love this, which I can't believe other people didn't appreciate. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. I think that. that Is going to be a big thing if you decide, and I think you should decide, to check it out. And now, back into the finale, which I won't spoil, but I will tell you how it made me feel. Now, it it truly has been a long time since I've experienced the finale with this kind of powerful effect, especially one so subdued and quiet. I never thought I'd have such a heavy lump in my throat, uh, especially since the Office finale, of which, uh, if you've... You know, happened to check out The Office and stuck with it through nine seasons. Nine seasons. Another example of, like, how the hell long are you going to go with this? Nine seasons of The Office. Uh, it did end strong. Go figure. that The last two episodes, I think, were the strongest of the later seasons. Some of the stronger of the later seasons, which was bizarre. But they went out with a bang. And it was beautiful, and you know the with the music, the way it was done, like oh god, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting a lump in my throat thinking about it right now. It was beautiful, but this 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 entire <laughs> this entire finale for this for Mister Robot absolutely trumps it. It trumps everything. It destroys so much of. Uh, what we uh, think that television can do and how television ends strong, you know? Especially when you know, like, there's so many good shows out there that end on such shit seasons and such shit uh, episodes, you know? Game of Thrones being a big example of, like, what a disaster. And Dexter, what a disaster. Two amazing, fantastic shows that just could not maintain. And Mr. Robot could have easily ended up in that vein, but it didn't. And the final episode of the final season, of which the final season is pretty on par with quality for the rest of the series, and it's evolved and wonderful. Uh, you know, by that time you get to that last episode, holy shit. Um, you know, it just... and And I wasn't holding back tears because of seeing characters and their antics for way too many seasons finally come to a close, you know, this is what was different was there was only four seasons. So I wasn't saying necessarily like upset of saying goodbye to the characters. I was emotional over seeing this character come to a heavy realization about himself and the body he inhabits. You know, he simply comes to an understanding about himself and the people around him. And I'm telling you that that's it. That's it. It's the simplest conclusion to a show that constantly pushed to be larger than life, yet never straying from the characters who drive it. It's it's beautiful. So, my final... My final push for you. I implore you, if you've ever been curious about this show, you need to see it immediately. I've literally said nothing of detail in this writing to simply... uh, to simply convince you of how worthy this show is of your attention Uh, what's important to remember while viewing is it's over it's been over for about a year now and it doesn't need a revival so this is one thing I want to bring up that's important Okay, kind of sidebar it a little bit this show is uh, over it's been over and it doesn't need a sequel series, it doesn't need a spin-off series, it doesn't need a continuation. It doesn't, it needs none of that. It is done and it ends perfectly and it's this gem of like it's just this collection of mini movies that just blow you away. And yeah, so while you're watching it, don't fall for the fact that we need more Mr. Robot. No, no, no. We don't need more Mr. Robot. We've got plenty. We have more than enough. In fact, the fact that we got four seasons of this show was more than we deserved. We never deserved this show. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, I'm almost appreciative that this has avoided mainstream audience. Uh, in a way, because it's been able to just maintain its own vision. I'm very happy that USA saw this show through. And they may have cut it one season short, because it was originally intended to be five seasons, as if like a five-act film. However, I'm very happy either way that they didn't just outright cancel it, that they just said, you know what? We'll give you four seasons. There you go. And it was beautiful. Did amazing. And, uh, yeah. I, I hope to see its audience grow over time. Either that or it just becomes this cult hit. Um, it is a simple message by the end of it. That we are looking at people through screens and... You know, do we really know who those people are? Are we really connected to those people? And ask those questions. It's, it's, you know, it seems almost like, oh, duh, of course. But when you watch it, you go, oh, my God. I can't believe it. This is a show that is a bleak, dark, beautiful roller coaster ride. And you should watch it. You should check it out. I highly recommend it. Um, I haven't really spoiled anything about it because I didn't want to kind of, you know, like just give away everything. This is more for like if you've never seen this show or if you've been curious about this show or maybe you have seen the show and maybe you felt the same things I felt, you know, whatever the course may be, whatever the case. Um, yeah, honestly. Just check it out. Check it out and enjoy. Or don't enjoy. I don't give a fuck. But, yeah, either way. Thank you, guys. Uh, Hope you all check it out. Hope you all experience it. And, you know, check out the blog writing and everything else. And you'll get a better idea when I can actually lay out my thoughts in writing and all that stuff. So, thanks, guys. Have a good day.